In the name of the one holy and living God. Please be seated. On this rainy, rainy weekend, here we are gathering in the sanctuary, and I have a really big question. In your heart of hearts, what are you looking for? On a very mundane if level, if you're Dave, our facilities manager, maybe the immediate thought would be, well, I'm just looking to see where the roof might leak. <laughs> All our lives, we have leaky roofs. What I'm asking now is to look under the rooftop into the sanctuary of your soul. Deep in there, what are you looking for? What's the deepest longing? Perhaps for yourself, for people we love, situations in our lives, larger situations and brokennesses, brokenness in the world. Are you longing to be healed? Longing for relief from despair? Perhaps longing for answers, for direction, for hope? These longings live deep, deep inside us, often in places of hurt and discomfort, sometimes places of guilt and pain, perhaps of helplessness, woundedness, or maybe anger, frustration. And these may be born of things on a personal level, things we've done or left undone. Perhaps things that have been done to us or not done to us. They also may be longings tied to the angst about this world, born of how humanity has broken our relationships with one another, how we abuse one another and the world around us. I can't help but think this weekend about climate change. It's right in our face. We do have a bit of a leaky roof here. There's been terrible flooding and mudslides. And I'm watching, I live down south of the Venice Pier by the beach, and I'm watching huge swatches of beach just in the last few weeks disappearing, eaten up by pounding, relentless surf. These huge storms, result of climate change. And waves have been so big during some of the high tides that that breakwater in the marina isn't a breakwater that waves are bashing up against. It's sometimes been a breakwater that the waves are ignoring and just crashing right over. Not only are we face to face with climate change, this weekend we're remembering the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We have an invitation this weekend to look at racism. We yearn with him. We hurt with him. We crave a world where the dignity of every human being is upheld and where right supremacy is no more. We crave a world where we said goodbye to hatred, to poverty, to exclusion, to violence against one another. His dream, our dream, is his longing, our longing for radical justice for absolutely everyone. So there's that big world scope, and then there's this personal scope. What are we looking for? 
And that's the question Jesus asked this morning in the gospel. And let's imagine the scene where one of two disciples were hanging out with John the Baptist and other followers. And let's just imagine we're, we're those people. He's a spiritual leader we've found. He's been baptizing people, cleansing people. Perhaps we've felt somewhat of a lifting of our burdens. Whatever he's teaching us is drawing us closer. And maybe we've seen shifts and changes in other people, and they've been so compelling that we keep following him and staying with him. But John is saying, I'm not the one. He's pointing at someone else. He's saying, Messiah is coming. There's someone greater than me, better than me, that's coming. And then imagine, you're hanging out one day, and John looks out and says, yo, there he is. This is the one who I've been talking about. It'd be like as if we were maybe a handful of people standing out on the patio with Reverend Nate, and he looks out on 4th Street and says, yo, there he is, the Messiah. That's who I've been preaching about. So off you go. And Jesus notices you, notices these followers behind him and turns and just asks, what are you looking for? I imagine being there with all that longing in my heart, whether it's something I could name or not name, with all eagerness that I'd have that we may have for wholeness and restoration and transformation, eagerness for new life, for change. And I imagine that all I could think is, I, I want to be with you. You, I want to just learn and absorb. So they ask a qu practical question, where are you staying? If my teacher says, that's the one, I'm all in, I'm going. Where are you staying? I want to be there. Staying in, the, in Greek is the word meno which means to abide, to dwell, to remain. The question is basically, where do you dwell? Where are you alive in the world? Where can I find you? Where can I be with you? And Jesus doesn't give an address, doesn't say, well, I'm only at 1227 4th Street in Santa Monica. <laughs> His answer is, come and see. Jesus asks them, and asks us, reaches into our deepest longing, whatever it is, says, hey, just come and see. He doesn't say, well, have you repented first? Are you worthy? Are you living your best life? Hey, are you following the commandments or not? Then you can come and see. And where he's a staying and where he's alive in the world, there's not a gate person deciding who's in and who's out. Jesus ushers a simple invitation to the whole world to be with him. Come and see. So that's the invitation for us to come into the hope, to walk into the possibility of healing, the reality of healing, into potential wholeness and the real wholeness. To walk into new life, this new life that we've heard from John, that we've been told about in Scripture, and we take that leap. We go. We see. We go to dwell 
where Jesus dwells. And in that seeing, and just in being with Jesus, we do see healing and transformation, and we see glimmers of justice and new life. Our longing shifts to belonging, to belonging to God, belonging as children of God, We're all invited to be in this relationship, to come and to see, to dwell with Jesus. And this is not a passive life. This is an active life of movement, of engagement, of getting out of complacency and fear and taking that leap to come and see wherever it may lead. And we don't know specifically what happened when those disciples went and hung out with Jesus that afternoon. But John's gospel ultimately reveals that the fulfillment of their longings, of our longings, are found in Jesus. We talked about this this week in Bible study, and Reverend Nate reminded us that when Jesus is asking, what are you looking for? The whole gospel of John says, are you hungry? Jesus saying, are you hungry? I'm the bread of life. Are you lost? I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. Do you feel dead? I'm the resurrection and the life. Our lives in Christ and his disciples are lives of action. And it's not a one and done thing. We don't go and see once, and then bingo, everything's better. No, we're continually brought back. We're continually invited to see anew where Jesus is alive in the world today. He's inviting us to discover that ultimately, he abides with us and in us, and we in him, that there's no separation He is in the sanctuary of our hearts. He's reaching towards our leaky roofs, our puddles, our stopped-up drainage and floods. And when we do come and see, we discover the healing power of his love forms us and reforms us and often leads us into new and unexpected places because as that love comes alive, in us and for us, we can't help but share it. We can't help but go out and be agents in this world for change. We get inspired in new and different ways. So this morning, how about we look out on 4th Street? How about we look around in our lives, see where Jesus is, and just follow, just come and see. Amen.